Welcome, Path Folk, to the Final Path Adventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. We're doing the most exciting thing we've ever done, putting our pinkies out while we sip our tea at brunch. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the most bizarre breakfast we've ever had. <laughs> it is, yeah, it we was a very fishing. bizarre breakfast. <laughs> Generally speaking, yeah. I don't skewer my breakfast before I eat. But Not usually, no. When I do, I'm in Taldor. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we have to, like, catch our own food? What is yeah. this? Entertainment. <laughs> Delightful. I'm not roughing it. This isn't a camping trip. It's for the experience. <laughs> it's a game. With little tiny javelin like Says harpoons. Felix, who caught the most fish. <laughs> I only caught two. Say, oh, that's I right. Caught the most oh, fish. Caught yeah, the I most just fish. criticaled. She caught the biggest oh, yeah, fish, right. but you caught yeah, the she most. Caught the that's fish. right. Yeah. Are eels fish? Uh,. God, that's a good oh, question. Oh, God, I, I don't, don't know. Now I'm actually not sure about that. <laughs> my, my, my that is beyond is my no, marine biology knowledge. It is an elongated fin fish. Okay. Yeah, they are ray finned fish belonging to the order Aguiliformes, which consists of eight suborders. Huh. huh. So, so, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Druid fact. We're learning and being entertained. <laughs> Range in size from two inches to 13 feet. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a big range. That's no, true. thanks. At 13 feet, mm. eel eat you. I prefer the land eel called the snake. Snakes are chill. I don't know about <laughs> Snakes also able to get huge. Another druid fact, because I follow a druidy account on Insta, apparently there are over 60 species of ocean snakes that are actually some of the most venomous in the world. Oh. They are. They are. You don't wow. want to F with, a, with an ocean snake. Yeah, if you Ooh. see a snake in the ocean, you give it a Leaf. wide berth. Mm. <laughs> if you see a snake in the ocean, leave. <laughs> Not today. Snake. Leave the ocean. <laughs> just leave the whole ocean. Like, just... Do they just hang around in the water and then go back to land? Or are they snakes? That... So some I'm of them so apparently confused. have lungs that can hold air up to eight hours. Oh, my Whoa. gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Nature's wild, we all. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That's always the thing with humanity where it's like, other than having really big brains, mm. we're not really great at a whole lot of thing. Endurance. <laughs> Endurance is one of the yeah. few things. Yeah. That depends on how old you are. Well, <laughs> but, but honestly, humanity optimized for brain power. That is like the mm. one yeah. thing that we have that everybody, every other species doesn't have. Because of I fish. <laughs> I certainly didn't, fish? but no. Uh, yeah, there's a whole thing it... about how uh, the evolution of humanity from um, Africa is likely related to uh, both brain development as well as uh, nutrients derived because we're one of the few mammals that fish. Huh. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Another yeah. fun fact is the evolution of humanity actually has us increasing the surface area of our brain when we increase in intelligence, which is why actually our brains have folds in them is so mm. that we can have a larger surface area, which equates to higher intelligence. So mm. if you want to call someone stupid, you can call, call them a, them a brain. smooth brain. I think that, that was a plot for the... <laughs> yeah. Fantastic Four that Reed Richards could increase his intelligence because of his elasticity powers oh allows him God. to hold his own brain. Okay, somebody read that fact and said, I'm giving Reed this power. <laughs> All right, uh, we are way off track. This is the oh conversation our characters are having during brunch, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that brains are folded? <laughs> Everyone's like, no one cares, Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an interesting fact. Go, go dissect any other creature. There's no ridges. 
You have this entire conversation while they're slicing open your eels over there. It's like, I'm not dissecting that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Show us the brain, servant. Cornelius <laughs> <laughs> is trying to crack open the skull of an eel. Anyway. <laughs> When last we had left our heroes, getting back on topic, when last we left our heroes, our Knights of Summer were attending the Tanager Jubilee here in the beautiful county of Merritt, mm-hmm. uh, the Palace of Birdsong, the ancestral home of the Stavians, of which the party is hoping to reclaim for their friend and ally Princess Utropia so that she can use it as her winter stronghold, in essence, while consolidating her power in preparation for the continued bouts of the War for the Crown. Arriving, they had met with uh, Count Bartleby Lothied, the current steward of Merritt County, as well as a variety of his guests, including uh, most prominently the two other rulers of the two of the four baronies here, mm-hmm. uh, the Stavian barony being ruled by Count Bartleby, mm-hmm. whereas the O'Kara barony is, of course, being ruled by Baron Nicholas O'Kara, a friend of the parties from way back in the uh, the Exaltation Gala, as well as uh, Baroness uh, Adela Voinum ruling the Voinum barony, which is the barony that the party will be staying at since they haven't inherited the Bettany estate. Yep. Missing is Baron Tellus of the Tellus Barony, who has not chosen right. to attend dead. this. He's definitely He's been an absentee missing for Baron. some time. It's actually. a weekend at Bernie situation. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I kind of feel honestly. that. Yeah. Much easier to do weekend at Bernie's with necromancy. It's true. <laughs> oh, God. That's true. <laughs> oh, God. He's a bone golem. Uh, also in attendance, however, is uh, Lady Parthena Crab of uh, basically the Tribune of the Town Moost. That one over in the Tellus Barony. Uh, who seems to be kind of the local gossip. She's provided you all with a fair amount of information, honestly. Also Truco Ringer. Also yeah. Truco Ringer. She's also uh, trying to marry off her daughter, but uh, seeming to enjoy the uh, the flirtatious uh, back and forth with Cornelius. Mm-hmm. We have a good rapport. She too. She was complimenting you on all the folds of your brain because of your obvious brain power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you must have a very folded brain. <laughs> so weird. Every, every time you put a point in in, uh, in intelligence, another ridge appears. <laughs> this is an ood flirting situation. <laughs> it is. Yes. Oh. This is how humans Mm. do this, right? (laughs) No. No, it is not. (laughs) And lastly, you'd had a chance to meet with the honorary tribune, Onara Sycom, who is the tribune for Stackies, the city that you're all now, in essence, in charge of. Mm -hmm. uh, Well, really, it's it's actually just Felix. I think the rest of us are just Well, as appointees, all of you are allowed to act as arbitrators in law. Mm -hmm. So basically it means that if there is a criminal case or anything like that that comes up, your rank as administrator for that city is the same as Sir Cassarin's rank of administrator for Lothadar. Oh, okay. Cassarin isn't actually the the tribune for Lothadar. Uh, Tribune is basically the equivalent of mayor. You guys are all in the essence the equivalent of like a city council. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Except for for a county area, not a small City, yeah, because if needed, we can be not county, but there's a section of the barony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it also means that technically speaking, at any point, if like if Oliver goes for a nighttime ride or something like that, and then there are bandits attacking, Oliver can hop off of his horse and kill those bandits because mm. he's charged with the protection of this region without there ever having to really be a trial or anything pertaining towards it. Or technically speaking, at any point, you could just go, you know, I need a horse, give me that mule, and then they have to <laughs> hand it over. Police business. Police business. <laughs> Police business. <laughs> I'm commandeering this this uh, perfectly good sandwich. Peckish. Police business. I really want a really dramatic fight with like Felix shooting crossbow bolts off the back of this cart full of turnips. Yeah. While, yeah, <laughs> while I'm just like driving it wildly as there's this one angry mule in front of him. <laughs> anyway, we'll see if that happens. 
Was that foreshadowing? You'll never know. No, we won't. No, we don't well, want to. Unless it really actually don't. was foreshadowing, yeah, at which point you will know. <laughs> at which point it happens, and there we go. But you guys had enjoyed the first day. You had participated in the tourney. You had uh, got, done some truco. You had gone through. There had been assassination attempt. You'd followed that with dinner and dancing and a brief bout of halfling chariot racing. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. rested up for the evening. Um, after having the uh, the chance to meet with the surprise guests, uh, which is uh, Duchess Lothied. Mm-hmm. The Count's aunt, uh, the wife of uh, Duke Panabar, yeah. who Verity yeah. got to speak with. Who was with. rad. Yeah. Yeah. New you friend. got to speak with briefly and get the vague impression that she's maybe locked away here somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you'd uh, rested up for the evening, awoken the following day. Um, some of you resting well, one of you not. Mm. I feel personally attacked. I think that was I the mean, intention. I mean, you were personally attacked. Yeah. Yeah. I was no, going to say, I'm pretty joke, sure. But... Yes, that is the joke. Yes, that is the joke. Ah, yes. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's bad when the reaction is funnier than the actual joke. Either that or being back here is awakening some sort of like repressed memories for all of you. It's like, oh god, mm, maybe you're actually all abducted uh, by aliens and then uh, we're gone for weeks and then they don't. Oh you no! Back. I got oh, the stats for Grays right here. Oh god! Oh, <laughs> I believe no. they're from Best Theory Five. Oh my god! Gracious. Let's not and say we did. Gracious. Mm. After that, you had had breakfast, uh, secured your own uh, various ills, um, as you'd had your spitchcock. Yes, there had <laughs> been a spitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> as all of you had uh, enjoyed your breakfast, and then been uh, informed that there will, the brunch will be continuing. The socializing portion of the brunch will be continuing for the uh, the next hour or so, um, as all of your steeds and all the rest of that are being prepared. This is the point at which. Uh, Count Lothied had stood up and announced that the hunt will be divided into two parts. Mm-hmm. There'll be the actually climbing onto horses and going out and hunting things, often the forest nearby, the Brashen Forest. Or, if you would prefer, you can stay here and hunt the most dangerous game. No, mm. no. Which is man. Man dressed as goats and sheep and other yeah, various... Yeah, it's uh, really weird. It's, yeah, it's and uncomfortable. It's also, they're, they're criminals, but we don't know what they've done. I mean, we're also crime, not... Mostly. We're not killing them but at the same time it's still weird it's just it's, true. it's yeah. uncomfortable yeah yes they do get 50 gold pieces if they manage to uh, elude you and yeah don't they uh get absolved of their crime yes yes yeah their remaining time is uh commuted <sighs> but i suppose uh, as we left off all of you were out in the beautiful gardens behind the palace of birdsong the fountain nearby water still trickling down eels still swimming around in the large circular fountain where you had speared them previously all of you at these uh these large long tables a great deal of care has seemingly gone into the guards checking under the tables for crossbows yeah, yeah, that makes can't, sense. Can't imagine why. No more yeah. tablecloths are allowed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> In 200 years, everyone's going to be like, why is there this specific law about tablecloths? <laughs> <laughs> that one There time. must have been a reason. That, that one assassination attempt. <laughs> so I suppose the first question I'm going to have for all of you, because Bartleby has made this announcement, you've already decided whom all of you are going to be speaking to um, for your, your social round this round. Mm. But uh, who all is going to be participating in which of the hunts? I, I real think hunt, we, we're all going on the real hunt. Yeah, I was going yeah. on the real hunt. That was the yeah. plan. Yeah. So I have one doubt because I've been Uh-oh. thinking about this for a little while. A dangerous pastime. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, um, there is one thing that this hunt is four hours. And it, there, there's just a part of me that is thinking, okay, so who exactly is going to be participating in this mockery of a hunt. And I was curious if someone was going to ask who is going to be participating in which hunt. Mm. 
And as such, you can choose to sit there and kind of wait to see who is going where. I would like to do that instead because I... There's just a part of me that if something happens on the other hunt and none of us are there to intervene, yeah, I would feel bad. Mm. So we probably should divide and conquer. I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't Who's, like it. Yeah, but Who's at the going same where, time, I guess. Yeah. So you're aware that as far as the actual hunt is concerned, mm-hmm. the people volunteering for the actual hunt are uh, Baron O'Kara uh, as well as his daughter. Makes sense. Baroness Voynum, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baronet Five Fabian. Dame Kara de Helvor, Lady Sidis, Lord Titus Lithid Cassava. Okay. Sir Goitus and Cyrus Cocklewer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. It makes me feel a little better in that the actual like jerk wads are going on yeah. the. You know. So staying here would therefore be Count Bartleby Lothied, Lady Crab, as well as her daughter, Dame Sepsinia Crab. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Earl Yonder Mercondus actually left this morning. I forgot to mention that in the recap, but he's gone. Yeah. Lady Elaine Peril, Lady Lucrezia Marthane. And Sir Gulgasarn. Well, he's staying because mm. of the prisoners. And yeah, I figured that's yeah, his job. Bartleby staying to because he can't resist the urge to shoot an arrow at a person. <laughs> he may not yeah. even be participating. Yeah. He's probably just socializing. Yeah. More entertainment. Mm. Ew. Actually, as an interesting side note, for the hunters going out and actually hunting, they are few and far between. Um, again, as I stated previously, you are aware. Uh, really on the map, as far as uh, looking down at the map of all the, the people and everything else involved in here, there's about 20 people or so that you've been working with. Uh, but there are over 40 guests here. Um, however, mm. only... Only the named characters you named are going on the hunt? Only nine people are going on the actual Jeez. hunt. Oh, great. Well, those poor prisoners have no chance then. Interesting. It depends how many of these nobles are actually going to like go chasing after these people, or if it's yeah. just going to be like, oh, okay. I find that oh we're wandering around the grounds, and servant, bring me a cucumber sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> You're hunting, quote unquote, hunting yeah. for snacks. Yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of hunting. Can't we get the dogs to chase them out or something? <laughs> God. God. <laughs> That's terrible. Jeez. But I wouldn't put it past him. That's the sad no. Part. That's yeah. That's yeah. the problem. I'm hoping that this uh, this party has thus far been somewhat illustrating that while all Taldor's of you while all of you may have a little bit of a finger, even only a bit of a finger on the pulse of the uh, the nation of Taldor, a vast majority of the nobles of Taldor are this distant. I've from seen the, a commoner common once. Man. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I saw a commoner once, a, mm. a man working in a pigsty from out of my carriage window. Yes. Ugh. Little did he know it was actually a goat pin, but hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say little did he know it was actually a goat man. It wasn't a, it wasn't a human. <laughs> <laughs> Commoners uh, around here, very hairy. I thought oh, they God. were all furry. So I think Ross slash Oliver is right that we should probably have at least maybe one or two people stay back for the yeah. atrocity. I, <laughs> like again, I don't want to participate, but at the same time, I would. It would be one of those things where it's like something happens, and it's like, well, sucks especially to be them, since, I guess. Yeah, especially since Bartleby's staying. If they tried to kill him once, they're probably gonna try to kill him again. Mm. I mean, I'm not necessarily. Well, I, I mean, was I, say, <laughs> the dark part of me wants to say, but do we care? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on one hand, but it's it's just really more. I just want to make sure that. Um, Perhaps nobody gets overzealous in their, you know, attempts at capturing anybody. Well, and the hunt, the real hunt is also a competition. So Verity yeah. being the high, you know, the fighter type should definitely yeah, go on the real hunt. Verity can't say no to the competition. No, so that's, I mean, where that's she'll fair. Be going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Gwen's not that great at ranged combat. Her well, I guess who, 
I guess here's yeah. the question. Um, base attack plus dexterity. What are all what are all of your bonuses if you're going to be rocking mm. crossbows, which is an option for this? I have a plus four. By the way, for those of you going on the hunt, you are allowed to bring your own weapons. If you do not have them, you are allowed to choose from a heavy or light crossbow, your choice, as well as a long spear. Mechanically speaking, a long spear, uh, as they refer to it as a boar spear, in Mm, case uh, there are boars. Um, So in case you run into some boars. I have a four as well. Uh, With Dignity's Barb, I have a plus six. Uh, I have a plus five. All right, so I feel like Gwen and Cornelius are hanging out with the shenanigans at the manor and are just going to spend the whole time face palming. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be <laughs> yeah. taking shots and just missing badly. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we're doing a lot of shots into shots. the dirt. <laughs> but we may be doing a lot of shots also. Shot, okay. shot, 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 shot. It's pretty <laughs> early in the shots. day still. We've only just finished brunch. Gwen's had a mimosa. Fine, we'll put orange juice okay, in with I our shots. I said that in the last episode that she had a mimosa. I don't so, know if we need to get sloshed for this. <laughs> How else are we going to pass four hours trying not to shoot people? But yeah, I guess Oliver shares this concern and yeah. Well, I was not especially interested in hunting for anything. suppose I can go um, make sure nobody gets in trouble. Right. I feel much better with you and Gwyn looking after it. Yes, yes. Now that that's settled, I'm ready because I may not be much of a jouster, but I'm certainly good with a bow. Fair enough. <laughs> not too bad with a crossbow myself. I'll keep the boars away. I think my bow, I used the uh, boar tusk or whatever as part of the like grip on it from when we were mm. kids. So it's actually kind of fun to take it out of here. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. I was about to say, yeah, you did get that boar the last time. Mm-hmm. For those curious, this was... The summer without rain. <laughs> Twenty five years ago. Twenty five years ago, and she's still using the yeah, same bow. That's a high what, quality like bow. Twelve or thirteen or something at the yeah, time. But you know, <laughs> it's a good bow. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you killed a <laughs> boar at like twelve. Oh, I wasn't alone. We were all I together. No, it was but... a group effort. Yeah. I don't remember doing especially well with that. I uh, did not. <laughs> I helped, but it was mostly Verity. It was us and the Grand Prince, weirdly. Yeah. When he was still cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I suppose you go and, uh, and sign up with three of you going off to go and uh, participate in the hunt, um, the true hunt. Um, the rest of you uh, signing up to participate in the... Uh, the lowercase hunt. The man the hunt. hunt. Yeah. I'm sorry, I heard fox hunt. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> For right now, however, you do get to socialize. So let's go ahead and take care of that real quick since you are uh, still yes. enjoying your brunch. So I believe that Verity had decided to go speak to Lord Titus. Yep, that's Verity's plan. I don't know why, just is. <laughs> Fair enough. It's, it's been a, it's been a week. I don't remember why I'm going and talking to this guy, but <laughs> <laughs> you make your way over. Um, you find that uh, Lord Titus is with. Again, it's been rare, other than during the joust, that you have seen Lord Titus when he's not with Dame Helbor or Cyrus Cocklebur, Esquire. <laughs> this is one of those occasions where all is they're all just kind of sitting around, very much in this like. It sort of feels like he's holding court. Oh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> like to the point where, again, the, the tables are set up so that the chairs are lined on either side. So they're facing one another. Although now that you've reached the second part of the uh, the brunch where some people have gotten up and gone back inside and all the rest of that stuff, because oh, I've been outside for an hour. It's too much. <laughs> God. He's now like moved his chair to the head of one of the tables. So oh they're kind God. of sitting oh on either God. side. So he's just carrying on a conversation with the two of them. Mm. As they, they laugh sycophantically at his various jokes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you accidentally shoot him on the real hunt. <laughs> oh my Whoopsie. gosh. So sorry. <laughs> we also had a man hunt. Verity was the night swan all along. <laughs> <laughs> I caught him. Oh, he's not a deer. <laughs> Jessica's been playing the long con. She's been an actual uh, 
vigilante this entire adventure. Yes. <laughs> Man, we put Little out a false character know. sheet and everything. Yeah, lawful yeah. neutral, lawful evil. <laughs> That's a bit of a switch. Yeah. Wow. But approaching your way over, though, uh, Lord Titus gives you his signature smile. Oh, jeez. Okay. So schmarmy. Good morning. Mind if I join you? Of course, please do. I imagine you're going to participate in the actual hunt. <laughs> is there any doubt? The answer is yes. <laughs> I don't think that we've been introduced uh, officially. Oh, yes, I don't believe so. Other than our brief bout on the field. Of course. Yes, I'm Baroness Verity of House Corsina. Baroness. He bows his head. Again, Lord Titus Luthid Kassava. Hmm. Uh, a pleasure. Yes, of the Oparan Kassavas. Hmm. Very well. Do I know about the Kassavas? You can make a knowledge of nobility if you so wish. I guess I will. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude's just a lord, so. Yeah, but still. <clears throat> Four for a 12. <laughs> they are not important. <laughs> no, not really. No. All right. Hmm. And your friends? Ah, uh, yes. This is Dame Hellbor. She nods. A pleasure. Hmm. Uh, and uh, Cyrus Cockabur. Esquire. He smiles. <laughs> it's very pleasant to meet you. Um, I've, I've heard a great deal pertaining towards your land. I believe that you're located uh, in this in this very province. Ah, yes. yes. Uh, a little north of Casimir. A beautiful yes. place north of Casimir. <laughs> it's very, he's like, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a swamp, I understand. Titus it says. is not, not too different from um, the Betany lands, I'm to understand. Ah, well, do you like swamps? Oh, my God. <laughs> not particularly. It's just, you know. That's just where you find yourself. Yes. How about you? How are you? Uh, how are you enjoying the festival? The festival? What's this called? The Jubilee. Jubilee. How are you enjoying the Jubilee? I mean, it has a certain. Um, how did you define it? Hellbor nods. Country charm. Hmm. Rude. Yes. Mm. Wow. This is yes, like when is. Darcy and Bingley show up at <laughs> and everything and insult basically the entire county that the Bennets live in. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Yes, it certainly doesn't hold a candle to the social scene of Opara. Yes, although the library impresses. Oh, of course. I hear um, Count Lothied, well, the Lothieds in general, I suppose, over the years have accumulated a great deal of, of rare and interesting tomes. Mm. Yes. Carrot well, and uh, Cyrus here are accompanying me on my way north. Eventually, ah. I'm spending some time here. Carrot's a rather accomplished battle mage herself. and uh, Battle mage? What? Mm. Uh, Cyrus, what, what do you do? <laughs> he doesn't even know. Wow. Oh, snap. Man, he just got put in his place. Remember we heard that he wanted to go be an adventurer because if the commoners oh, can do right. it, he can definitely do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that we're all just like, what the hell is an esquire? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have a fair amount of experience, actually, in working in a variety of different fields, um, including uh, I spent some time as a apothecary, as well as uh, did some uh, jewel appraisal and such. I even spent a fair amount of time uh, working on clocks, actually. Um, it's rather fascinating. Can I, can I sense motive what? on that yeah, guy? What the I have a fairly good understanding of uh, mechanical contraptions and such. Oh, yes, yes, I brought him along in case we ran into any uh, traps. I understand that that's a constant concern. Mm. Ah, I've also heard that. So are you planning to do a little adventuring? Oh, probably. I figure I'll get up to the north. We'll explore around for a little bit and then uh, who knows? Maybe I'll find a dragon or two, slay them, come back, and uh, buy myself a much larger plot of land. 
Just a dragon or two. Just just oh like God. you do. It's it's these so three are easy. going to get murdered in Bravoy, <laughs> and I need like a psychic sense when that happens, so Gwen can just laugh. He smiles, kind of like getting this uh, this thousand yard stare. That's if I choose to come back at all. Oh, Jesus. I understand that they just hand out crowns over there in the River Kingdom. So, <laughs> oh my God, you know, I, I've heard oh, that God. as well. Though you have to look out for the Fae, I hear. Oh yes. <laughs> if I find myself a fairy princess, we'll see how it goes. Oh my God, that is not how that works. No, this is delightful. Not at all, dude. This guy. I'll show up to a place and then eat all of their food, and then I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll I stand right in the middle of the do. circle. <laughs> yep. Just gonna enter a fairy ring like nothing. Can we just go have wrong. a side story where we just telling the story about these adventurers? Can we just have that? Yes, the, the narrator jumps in. They were never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like these guys are gonna go up against a dragon. They're probably what, like maybe a couple levels of aristocrat? They're dead. Mm. Who knows? Well, apparently so she has magic, according well, to Well, apparently him. she has yeah. magic, yeah. Well, and Titus wasn't messing around on the jousting. It's field. true. He was actually yeah. pretty maybe, good. Yeah, maybe he's got some levels of something, but... They might um, get a few hits in. Yeah, like Cavalier or something. He is renowned as one of the best duelists in all of Opara. All yeah. right, so we have a fighter, a mage, and a rogue. Yeah, Not a sounds bad like party. it. A ro- uh, yeah, I was gonna say a, we- a rogue who's like done a bunch of other stuff. Like, I mean, like, what? like a clockwork Where was the rogue? Esquire in all of that? Yeah. That's just he didn't quite become a knight. Yeah, yeah. It's he yeah. just didn't. It's it's not that he's a lawyer or anything else. Like it's not the American Esquire. It's the British Esquire. Mm. Yeah, but he mm. didn't mention. Oh, and I used to Esquire for so and so, make so and so. Apparently not. Pro- probably because he didn't finish because he got kicked <laughs> yeah. out, not by choice. So he's for not going to mention that. He's probably out for a little Rogan. ashamed. Mm. <laughs> and if he's not, he should be. He's not ashamed enough to not put the Esquire on his name. I hear you should take someone with some sort of healing capability to really round out an adventuring group. Oh, <laughs> well, yes. I suppose that'd be an option, but uh, if I can be so blunt, uh, I find priests insufferable. Uh, you know, uh, rude. <laughs> They're always sitting there moralizing. Most of them are quite good, but yes. I mean, is, <laughs> so is he, isn't he? Is he married in, though? Is he just like abandoning his wife to go adventuring? No, I think he's the son of someone. Yes, his father has married into the Lothied family. Okay. Yeah, his father mm-hmm. married, okay. he's married Bartleby's sister. sister? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I, I had that mixed up. I was like, is he just like leaving? So he's the nephew? Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, technically, he's Bartleby's nephew. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. He's from the first marriage of his father's first marriage, and so he's the not actually a blood Lothied. Yeah, he just yeah. got the name. The Lothid family is more prominent than the Kasava family. And so when his father married Bartleby's sister and she hyphenated her name, he also hyphenated his name. So he really has allowed. no connection to the Lothids at all. He has no blood, all. blood connection no. to yeah. the Lothids at all. But yeah, he no, he's uses it like he does. So. I mean, obviously Bartleby wouldn't accept him as a true Lothid because he can't mm-hmm. spell cast. It's the whole yeah. Yeah. half of the yeah. reason that he didn't accept Martella. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Verity will just chat with him for a little bit. I don't know, about inane topics, I suppose. <laughs> um, you can make a, uh, a gather information check if you so wish to just kind of chat up, see if he knows anything about what's going on locally. Uh, an 11 for a 19 on that diplomacy check. Unless he happens to be a loyalist. Uh, no, he cares nothing <laughs> for politics at all. Yeah, that that's how that <laughs> Yeah, read. that doesn't surprise me. Go ahead and bounce me a d20. All right. Okay. Uh, hey, 20. Hey. Hopefully that's <laughs> a good wow, thing. Wow, all right. Hopefully. Nice. You do hear an interesting story from him, even if uh, you're not necessarily enjoying your conversation with him. I just, you know. Both an interesting as well as uh, extraordinarily disturbing story. Oh. 
He's a little surprised that uh, Sir Gasserin's even here. From what he understands, that there's been a problem in Lothadar that has had Sir Gasserin worked up for the last three months. Oh, crap. Oh. Once every month over the last three months, a body has been found in the back alleyways of oh, Lothadar, God. missing their eyes. Oh, this is Whoa. Uh, he seems to believe that it's a message to the Inquisitor um, and his various spies from the Night Swan. Oh, crap. Oh, Man, this Night Swan wow. is turning rather vicious. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's just some other unrelated bad person. Could be a copycat. Yeah. Or a serial killer of some or kind. Or just a serial yeah. killer. Yeah, that's very uh, serial killer. Interesting. I'm going to share that with the group for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. There's a serial killer else. Uh, Paizo loves their serial Paso, killers. Just there are multiple in serial killers <laughs> in this, this county. This is why I just need to play an investigator in every game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, just serial Rachel's like, nope, investigator from now on. Heather always played like elves. This. I always play investigator. <laughs> I always play a druid. We all have our things. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's always the problem when you reach, when like something pops up, it's like, man, I really wish I was this other class right now because of this. Yeah. Like, this would be amazing to be an investigator. I just want to change I'm my the job case. outfit. <laughs> Let yeah. me just change yeah, my clothing and get the other job. Man, Another Final Fantasy, Fantasy Five, where you could do that, like just left and right. Yeah, Final <laughs> yeah, Fantasy yeah, Tactics too. Yeah, fourteen yeah. does that too. It's like yeah. I don't want to do this right now. I changed hats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you have that chance to uh, to kind of catch up with. He really uh, is as bad as we thought. Although he's mostly just a frivolous little man. So I mean, I guess he's not really that much of a threat in real life. <laughs> I mean, I mean to be fair, he's he's he kind of taking he himself raised. out too, which is fine. Yeah, in the meantime, uh, Cornelius went over to go chat up uh, Bartleby, so I, supp I suppose you're just planning on still chatting about uh, magical things and using all of your bonuses, continuing your uh, Knowledge Arcana, which I think is what you were using to influence uh, yes, him previously. Yes, and I have tons of bonuses with him, so uh, that's a plus two for being a practitioner of magic, a plus one uh, for being willing to share spells, and a plus one because I gave him an eel. Mm -hmm. There you <laughs> go. There you go. I'm all about them bonuses. All right, so plus four. He is still indifferent to you. I know, he's a jerk like that. <laughs> well, we... He We're growing down, and I will party. make him my friend as I roll a 17 you for a 32. There we go. A 32 is a success. A 32 actually exceeds the DC by 15. Yeah, wow. yeah boy. Right. 16, yeah. technically. Yeah. I'll take four successes. Thanks. So you actually, you have a wonderful conversation. You hit on uh, on a number of his uh, personal interests, which, again, um, being a magus such as it is, you start to go like, oh, let me talk a little bit more about... Uh, about the evocation side of magic, kind of chat that up, get into some of your own theories pertaining towards it. You get into a very long, involved discussion about how it is that magic missile is unavoidable and whether or not there's a way to find the arcane formula inside of magic missile that does that to apply it to other spells, which is something that wizards have been trying to crack for the last 10,000 years. Yeah, I, say, I just yeah, wanted no. the unavoidable disintegrate. That's all I want. Yeah, if anybody's a mathematician, that's a P equals NP problem. You get a Nobel Prize if you solve those. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Free lichdom them if you solve that in Pathfinder. <laughs> oh, why would you want yes, that? Yes, the equivalent of the Nobel Prize. Some want people really to want live that. forever. <laughs> <laughs> but that does actually bump him up to friendly now. Yeah, so. there we go. Nice friendship. Yeah. As you've worn him down. Forced. You've been <laughs> yeah. working on it. Yeah. yeah. You've been putting in the work. You've been putting in the legwork. You went to you like woke up early, even after having a horrible night's sleep, and went and That's traded true. spells with them. You've been uh, yep. putting forth all of the effort to to make this friendship happen. It is magic. However, <laughs> um, <laughs> elsewhere, Gwen was going over to uh, was still chatting up Sirger Saren. I think you're trying to gather a little bit more information pertaining about towards that uh, what you had previously. Family that all died. True. We mm. had been talking about the Telus Barony, and the he said something about the what is it, the Ralphanes. Are all dead? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. The Ralphorn. 
Yeah. yeah. And he hasn't been able to investigate for some reason. He's not allowed because the, they're the still paying their apparently. taxes. He yeah. can't go investigate, which <laughs> well, is Well, he wasn't talking anything about investigating the, uh, I know, but the, the Ralphorns, whole, but investigating yeah. the Telus Barony. Because there's all those weird disappearances. The Telus Barony, the Baron might may or may not be dead. We have a town where somebody's been disappearing for every two to three months for four for like eight years. And yeah. now we have this whole noble family that just flippin' died off. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? You know, yeah. there's some you know weird they just wanted to give foot. us a lot of things to improve to make this just the best uh barony and then county. Well, and the thing that you need the thing that you need to keep in mind is that uh Circus Sarn is basically an appointee, sort of an honorary tribune of Lothadar. So okay. he manages Lothadar as far as uh, that is concerned, although Lothadar's actual mayor is still Count Bartleby Lothied. Even though he doesn't really seem to do much pertaining towards Lothadar. Yeah, he's not yeah. actually doing his mayorly Sir duties. Sir is also the head of the guard in Lothadar, as well as apparently being appointed as uh, the Seneschal of Birdsong, which also makes him in charge of the protection of the entirety of the Staven Barony. He is, however, allowed to go to the other baronies and step in, but that is only because he also wears the hat of the tax collector. Mm. So yeah. he's only able yeah. to step in in other baronies if it's something interfering with tax or trade, or if it's something that takes place specifically on one of the highways. So that yeah. he can enter, he can stop banditry on the highways, but he can't so leave he the highways. So he doesn't have jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, and he seems real annoyed about it, which I don't blame him, but mm. you know. <laughs> Rachel hits on it there, where it is that whole, that 80s movie thing where it always pop <laughs> yeah. up and it's like, you know, you're out of your jurisdiction. I'm in my <laughs> jurisdiction. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> then the FBI shows up and everyone gets angry. Here, yep. we yeah. do things by the book. By book. <laughs> yes, but Gwen would ask more information about the Rauthorns. Like, I think the last thing he told me was something about how the whole family had disappeared. So mm. I was like, what? Yeah, you may make a diplomacy check to gather information about them. Ugh, I only roll a five for a 17. Uh, 17 still passes the DC. Hey, there you go. Fully DC 15. So he explains a few things pertaining towards the Rauthorns to you. Particularly that the Rauthorns were uh, a noble family from Casimir and were extraordinarily rich. They were in power in Casimir about 70 years ago. That was during the reign of Stavian II, um, who, unlike Stavian III, did often use the Birdsong Palace in summer here. And as such, the noble family decided to build their own summer home in Merrick County so that they could be closer mm. to the Stavians and invited to all the Stavians' parties and all the rest of that stuff, maybe get an inn and a marriage into the family. However, the Ralph Thorns themselves made all their money in shipbuilding. According to the legend, they built their estate a uh, hundred years ago, um, extraordinarily quickly. They basically mm. paid a mountain of gold to hire a large crew of stonemasons and carpenters and use their trade contacts in Casimir to ship the materials and workforce to the remote estate for a fraction of the usual cost. However, uh, just uh, 20 years after that was completed, about 70 years ago or so, the entirety of the family, every single member of the noble family, were vacationing at the estate at once, all four generations at which point an uncharacteristic earthquake hit the entirety of the county one warm summer night and uh, collapsed the entirety of the Ralthorn Manor. So it got House of Ushered. Wow. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Disturbingly, because of the remoteness of the region as well as the various other damage to the region, including the collapse of the uh, bridge over the Gold Canyon, no one actually noticed the Ralthorns were missing for six weeks. Oh my, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Not until the uh, head of the family didn't attend an important meeting with their investors and a business partner rode out from Casimir. 
Wow. Jeez. Wow. Jeez. Your understanding is that uh, while the family were removed from the uh, the ruins of the Ralthorn Manor and uh, buried, the manor itself was so unstable still that no one risked actually going in there to recover the serving staff, oh. which were buried uh, alive because they were actually in a basement section of the manor. Oh, God. Oh, oh man. Uh, and That's... supposedly the, pla- the ruins uh, are actually still full of treasure. Because uh, anyone that has ever gone to investigate has disappeared. Uh, oh, strange lights are ghosts. seen floating around the uh, the ruins at night for anyone that passes through. Ralthorn Manor, however, is located basically in one of the portions of the Bugbear Wood. Again, the Bugbear Wood used to be a large section of woods. Uh, the Beggar Wood actually used to be part of the, be- the Bugbear Wood, despite the fact that now there's a distance of about 16 miles that has almost no force between it. Mm. Just because of logging. Yeah. The Inquisitor would probably give you a, not necessarily sardonic smile, but one of those, uh, you know, amused smiles informing you that your uh, your own estate is only about eight miles away from Rothorn Manor. Oh, good. <laughs> great. Well, great. <laughs> Thanks, Kusern. That makes us feel so good. I guess we can investigate <laughs> it if we want to. Technically speaking, you could investigate it, but you'd have to investigate it on the download because it is actually in the Telesperity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also doesn't seem like a priority at the moment. No, no. no. No, but Gwen is real curious now. Mm. We've got so many, uh, you know, disasters and murders and yeah, so many side quests popping up. But yeah, you have a pleasant conversation about uh, four generations of a family all dying in a single night as their house collapsed on top of them. I like the, uh, this is Rick commentary, not uh, Grisaren's commentary. I like the implication that they basically put a bid up and then went with the cheapest contractor and then the Mm. house collapsed with the first earthquake. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, there's an object lesson in there. <laughs> Unless it was something more nefarious. Uh. I'm telling you, a wizard with an earthquake spell. Well, a wizard with an earthquake spell wouldn't have hit uh, both Ralthane Manor as well as the Gold Canyon Bridge, which is 14 miles away. Oh, mm. eh, fair. This isn't the first time you've heard about the earthquake either. Mm-mm. I think it was mm-hmm. mentioned before to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was another one of those infrastructure conversations where you guys were yep. like, wait, this bridge collapsed 70 years ago and no one yep. has fixed it? No one has fixed yeah. it. That's a bit weird. But yeah, in the meantime, uh, cutting over to Felix, I believe Felix was going to chat up the Tribune Psychum. Yes. You currently know her weakness uh, as far as uh, her love of the uh, common people, of which is something that you've already been kind of uh, using since you re- seem to actually keep commoners in mind. I do try. Uh, in addition to that, <laughs> you do know what influence checks will influence her, which is uh, knowledge local or nature, profession farmer, Perception, perform oratory, survival, bluff, or diplomacy. Uh, you have no idea what her biases are or what her strengths are. Well, I'll probably go ahead and try to figure out those. Uh, let's go for bias. You going to go for bias? That's good, because I was actually going to have to yeah. probably ask a question about this, so this will solve that problem. Do I need to roll anything? Or? Uh, you don't. You can uh, automatically uncover her bias if you oh, so wish. Nice. Um, I do have a question for you, however. Are you wearing a... Are you in vogue, as Jessica would so often state? <laughs> uh, probably not as much today because we're going hunting. Well, again, you guys are all in your uh, your courtier's outfits right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm no. not wearing my like super nice one today. Okay. So fashions. Psychum despises anyone who flaunts their wealth and power. Ah. Mm. Uh, this actually means that if you're quote unquote in vogue, you actually take a penalty with her as opposed to gain a bonus. Wow. <laughs> because you're just so fancily dressed that you're showing off that you have an extra 50 or 100 gold pieces to burn um, mm. on this, which would basically cover the taxes for an entire farm for a year. Yeah, she's not wrong. However, she does warm up to anyone who clearly understands practical skills. Mechanically speaking, this means that if you have ranks in any two of the following skills, craft, Handle animal, profession, or survival. Hmm. You gain a plus two bonus with her. 
So unfortunately, you don't get the bonus for that, but uh, you aren't taking a penalty because you're not flaunting your wealth right now. Mm -hmm. So hey, there's that at least. Yeah, but I did have a job. (laughs) I just have craft. I don't have handle animals. I don't have any of those. I have. I have profession. I have survival and profession. Hey, I might actually get along with her. Yeah, Yeah, I have profession, but... Which is funny because Verity is almost the uh, the most flauntingness of wealth as far as this <laughs> yes. party is concerned. Yeah, Verity is very much like if you have it, spend it. <laughs> if <laughs> or you've got it, wisely. flaunt it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you do have a, a pretty good conversation with it. You think she's again warming up to you a little bit. And by that, I mean she's still unfriendly, but. Yeah. yeah. Still, we're learning about her, which is good. In the meantime, I believe uh, Oliver was making his way over to continue to speak with uh, Baroness Voynum. Yeah, I would like to go ahead and continue where we left off, I suppose. Uh, I will use Knowledge Local, uh, as we know that that's a good skill to use with her. Uh, If I can continue to talk about the history of the county, I think that would also be uh, useful to get that uh, that weakness bonus there. I doubt there's any wine flowing around right now, so... Mimosas have champagne, and champagne is wine. (laughs) Jess and I did discuss that. Apparently that is a true fact, by the way, that champagne is considered wine. Hmm. Sorry, it just reminded me of, uh, I, I actually don't know much pertaining towards wine and alcohol and all the rest of that stuff. Like, I'll admit that, which is why I thought it was funny when I was reading a thing talking about uh, the cask of Amontillado, where uh, one of Poe's best jokes in there is early on when uh, when he's talking to Fortunato. And he's talking about this other guy who'll get to help with it. It's like, he wouldn't know an Amontillado from Sherry. <laughs> yeah. And Amontillado is Sherry. <laughs> anyway. I never caught that joke because I'm not in that Because I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> one of those like, moment. oh. But obviously, uh, Poe would know that joke. Yes, Poe Well, absolutely. he was an alcoholic, so. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, I get that plus two. And then I also, of course, get the plus one because I gave her that ribbon. So let's go. Okay. All right. Not bad. That is a 12 for a 25. There we go. So a 25 is a success. A 25 actually uh, beats the DC by seven, I believe. Indeed. And so actually does grant you two successes on Woo, the uh, the nice. Baroness. There we go. Congratulations. She is now indifferent to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Woo. Hey, better success. than unfriendly. Exactly. I was going to say, Oliver's been working hard and, and finally got her uh, all the way up to indifferent. She's like, you know what? You're tolerable. <laughs> I'm hey, okay with that. We're probably got the highest rating of anybody here. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think she likes Baron O'Kara. Actually, I was going to say, no, yeah, that's a good, yeah. good point. She and O'Kara seem like they get along. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was actually a pretty productive round. You guys are uh, at uh, Count Lothied being friendly, Baron O'Kara yeah. being helpful, uh, Baroness Voynum being indifferent now, uh, Lady Crab being helpful, and uh, Tribune Sycam still being unfriendly, but uh, we still you've gained more information. Yeah. You've learned not to go up to her when you're dressed fancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is good information. <laughs> True. Although, admittedly, Oliver has no fancy, super fancy clothes. He has fancy clothes, but not, you know, not super fancy. It's true. Following this uh, the socializing, all of you make your way back in because you do need to uh, basically get an hour to prep for the hunt. Uh, so for the ladies amongst you that have put on uh, makeup and would prefer not to be wearing makeup for your ride, you can, of course, take that off real quick. And all of you, okay. uh, the purple finch does have to quickly run around and help any of those of you who are wearing, like, choosing to go the bustle route instead of switching to pants. But I imagine most of you that are going hunting are switching pants, to riding pants. pants. Mm. Again, I imagine all of you are going to change into your uh, your hunting garb, which, again, is your traveler's outfit. I am, in fact, going to f- change into my fancy hunting garb. Oh, oh. getting fancy. <laughs> 
Psycho's not coming to you this, right? You spring extra money no. for fancy hunting garb. It's oh, like the, it's like Italian leather, you know, like the boots oh, are really God. fancy. It's like you didn't, fancy. you didn't just go out to hunt and prove you're a good warrior. Uh, you want to be seen. I'm peacocking a little bit. Yeah, you're peacocking oh, a little bit. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna kill a boar and look good doing it. When I win, I need to look good. Duh. See here. I believe we are allowed um, a crossbow, you said? If we uh, don't yes, already you have, have your one. choice between light or heavy crossbow. Very well. Uh, you may also uh, take a long spear and a regular spear if you'd prefer. I would prefer my short spear, actually. So yep. I already Well, this have is an addition. If you also wanted to take a long spear, they would provide you with one. True, but I can throw my short spear. That's fair. How many bolts do we get? Because I also don't have any of those. Uh, they provide you with 20 bolts. Okay. Very nice. Just in case you're a horrible shot. Fair enough. Uh, they do inform you that most of what you'll be hunting in this area, there are some boars. Um, the boars here are not exceptionally large, um, mm. so they're not too concerned about one of you getting gored to death or anything like that. However, mm. they do have to inform you just in case you have to sign mm. a waiver before you go. In addition to that, uh, there are deer as well as uh, quell and duck. Um, as far mm. as uh, if you choose to like just take a pot shot at a quell that you happen to see out and about. I see. While they are bringing dogs, these are uh, these dogs are actually here for helping um, hunt any of the deer. They're mm -hmm. not uh, bird dogs. Gotcha. Um, as said, such if you shoot a duck over the river, they're not going yeah, yeah, to go, go there and there. retrieve it for you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I suppose then uh, all of you make your way back out. I imagine uh, again. All I can picture are the the black boots, the white pants tucked into the black boots, like the red jacket and vest. Although it of course can be mm -hmm. any color that you so want. You know that traditional like English fox hunting outfit yep. yeah mm. i think it's what is in verity's picture already <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah verity's already kind of in that sort of outfit although That's hers is blue oh yeah always blue it's like i live on this horse mm. i'm like one of the uh or the mongolians that would sleep on their horse oh, horses yeah. Mm, yeah 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 but you gather yourselves back together and make your way back out uh, again i believe the party is splitting i believe uh gwen and cornelius are planning on staying yeah 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 thanks y'all like seriously we're, we're taking one for the team. Yeah, I know this isn't going to be the most fun aspect, but at the same time, you'll be there if something happens. For those of you staying, uh -huh. for the mock hunt, peasants uh -huh. are again dressed as animals uh, and released into the estate to hide. More or less, it's almost like a game of tag where they're like, okay, so, you know, you can run off, and but you can't leave line of sight of the palace. Mm. So they can't go hide inside any of the outbuildings. They can go and hide in like the stables and things like that, but uh, they do like lock the palace doors and all the rest of that stuff once the oh, hunt okay. begins. Um, okay. They can't hide sense. inside of the palace. They can't go into any of the guest houses or anything like that. But if they want to like hide in the boathouse or mm. run out and hide in the horse stables or the servants' quarters or the vineyard. But yes, uh, you're allowed to track your quarries and uh, bring them back. Uh, once you have captured them, you can bring them back to the palace. Uh, in the meantime, the rest of you mount up on uh, on your various steeds. Um, I believe bringing out uh, Bedivere, Bishop, and Dexter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, which are saddled up for you, at which point you make your way uh, off to go hunt. Heck yeah. All right. All righty. My little chubby pony is on the move. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so for uh, those of you staying behind, for Gwen and Cornelius, uh -huh. you basically come out, uh, the rules are explained, so you're given your crossbows and all the rest of that stuff. You can kind of test the weight. They're all like crossbows. Um, you can kind of test the weight with them and go, okay, all right, I've got a good feel for this. And uh, they even have a little practice area where you can fire a few shots if you want to. If the two of you choose to do that, to like take a few practice shots, they give you actual bolts and they have uh, targets. Hmm. 
I know how to shoot a crossbow. Yeah, thanks. I know how to shoot a crossbow. So. <laughs> None of the other nobles take this up either. At which point you spend about the next hour or so um, sitting around drinking warm brandy, um, eating some snacks and talking while your quarry is given a, quote, sporting chance to, oh, uh, to get a head start. Wow. You are also uh, assigned, uh, well, not necessarily assigned because she's already been assigned. Purple Finch is also assisting you. Mm. Uh, she has been provided, uh, again, all of the, uh, the prisoners here are still manacled, both their wrists as well as their ankles. Seriously? Jeez. Seriously? The ankles have enough slack that they can sort of run. They can jog. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, again, they, they're they just like, we have to make certain that these peasants don't lay hands on us nobles. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, she'll be responsible for once they are secured, basically bringing them back so you don't have to touch the commoners. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. It just gets worse. It's, uh, it's just terrible. My face is Gwen's face. Not that the audience can see it, but just that Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know? uh, for the hunters, however, that are participating in the hunt, well, Cornelius and Gwen are given the um, you know warmed brandy and such. The hunters are actually provided with what is referred to as a stirrup cup. Uh, oh, this is right? actually a tradition. This is a noble tradition in Taldor. Uh, these are fancy silver cups uh, that you are provided that are kind of trophies for participating in the more dangerous hunt uh, that you receive even before you participate. Well, uh, okay. In the case of these, these are warm what? brandies in a uh, silver stirrup cup, the base of which is shaped like the head of a fox. Oh, all right. Okay. Fair enough. That's, That's kind of cute. Yeah. The base of it. So you can't actually like set it down on a table. No, you're expected to drink it all in like one go. Mm. Ah, we have a little shot. So yeah, the idea is you drink it while you're riding. It's called a stirrup cup because you give it to someone when they're in their stirrups. <laughs> and so it's either given as a gift when someone's going on a hunt, or sometimes it's given as the last gift before someone leaves a party or a noble estate. Ah, okay. As a, basically, here's one for the road sort of thing. I was going to say, it's a little walk-me-down. Yeah. Ah. With a commemorative cup. <laughs> now, it's funny. You say commemorative cup, and my brain goes back to, does any, did anyone else have one of those uh, when the Flintstones movie came out in the 90s? And McDonald's had glass flipstone mugs. Oh, I remember mm, seeing I, uh, those. I do not even remember I that. Have one, I had one of those when I was a kid. It was a glass mug that was shaped like a horn. Huh. I remember seeing those, and I thought, like, they were cool. But, yeah, we never got any. But I suppose then you, uh, for our riders, you ride out. All right. You leave the uh, front gates of the Palace of Birdsong, riding down between Lake Stavian and Lothadar before making your way across into the Brashen Forest. As you, you ride, you make your way. It's curious because um, you get the feeling that this is something that Stavian, the Stavian family at some point simply claimed. Because from what you can understand of the geography of this region, there's no reason that Lake Stavian, as well as the Brashen Forest, shouldn't all be part of the Voinum Barony. Mm. Oh. But you get the feeling that at some point the Stavians just went, you know what? We like that forest over there of yours. We're going to use that mm. as you know royal forest. No one can hunt here anymore. Rude. Because nobles do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You've been hunting here for years. Well, tough luck. <laughs> we outrank you, and thus we love we love it when we can make people unable to do things that only we can do. Mm. Makes us feel extra special. We don't usually do a lot of video game recommendations, but just as an interesting side note, Pentiment. Mm. Not an exceptionally well-known game by many people. It's more of like a murder mystery investigation. It's, real um, it's a really neat game, but there's an entire plot to that where the common people of this region keep getting kind of oppressed by the uh, the local in this case it's the local church but the church there also handles everything where they're just like you can't collect wood in the forest anymore mm. and everyone's like well where do we get wood well tough um, or you can only collect wood that naturally falls off of trees you can't cut down trees you can just go in there and what? collect sticks mm. 
Oh, okay. That makes it considerably harder, yeah. Which National apparently was rules. a huge problem during that. So uh, anyway, as far, if you're wanting an idea of like the plight of the uh, the common man back in the 16, 15, 1600s and all the rest of that, Pentiment's mm. a great game. But the three of you ride off, making your way into the Bastion Forced. You start off with this, uh, just a slow trot out there. Again, there in grand total, there's only 12 of y'all going out there. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's 12 of you each group. Uh, which is really, you know, you guys are kind of divided into groups of uh, of four or five. Uh, Baron O'Kara being friendly with all of you is mostly riding along with y'all. Nice. Yeah, sure. It kind of comes alive. Again, you've only ever seen him in these like official settings. But now that he's like, he's on the back of Valor. He's relaxed. Yeah. You know, he's way more relaxed. He's rocking nice. his uh, Masswork composite short bow. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Oh, nice. nice. Since nice. you can use a short bow from horseback without penalty also. It's true. Oh, geez. Strength plus four. Whoa! Dang. Dude's built. No wonder he was, uh, well, he he was crushing it in the, uh, yeah. in the turning. In the wow. joust, yeah. Once again, go for him. Yeah. <laughs> he rides along with you, uh, as does uh, Mona Sidis, um, who kind of comes over there, trots along with oh, cool. y'all. In large part because, uh, especially in the case of both Oliver and Verity, you know, you guys face off at the joust, and she kind of comes mm-hmm. over to compliment you on uh, your performances in the joust. Well, that was nice. Introduce yeah. herself to Felix because uh, she's the only one that hasn't met Felix previously. I think O'Kara met Felix in passing. Mm. I think so. You trot your way out, um, you know, filling the uneven terrain uh, beneath the horse's hooves as you make your way into the Brashen Forest. The Brashen Forest is a uh, is a mix of both uh, these deciduous and uh, coniferous trees. These, this blanket of pine needles beneath your uh, the hooves as you make your mm. way out into the woods. Uh, pine cones occasionally cracking under the large uh, hooves of your horses. Not very stealthy. However, the pine needles themselves do muffle the horse steps as you make your way forward. Hmm. The tall pine trees uh, towering over you, their branches uh, uh, slowly whipping back and forth, making this constant whispering noise overhead. You make your way in for some distance, navigating through here, the sun shining down from above. It's about noon, creating these spotlights that make their way, dappling the force as you travel deeper and deeper. Again, uh, off towards the side, Titus, as well as his uh, two hanger-ons. Of course. <laughs> Branch off on their own. <laughs> yeah. Of course they do. Maybe Seely's right, and there still are trolls in the area, and they'll get eaten. <laughs> Could be. Uh, it's wrong forest, though. Isn't that supposed to, there's supposed to be trolls in the troll forest? Or wherever that eh. is. Don't dash my hopes. <laughs> I like that Gwen's like, I really hope they fight a troll out there. That would be great. Yeah. We're sitting here, like, sipping our brandy. <laughs> like, I just want Titus to be eaten by something, okay? <laughs> Dragon, troll, butt, I really don't you know? care. Yeah. <laughs> you make your way um, off into the woods, and um, yeah, you know what? I believe uh, you guys are hunting, so uh, give me a survival check. Uh, anyone that wishes to aid the primary on the survival check may do so. I think that's going to uh, be Verity doing the survivaling. Cool. I have a two survival, so I don't know if this is me. <laughs> I have a zero survival. Oh, I guess it's me. Technically, have a four because I have <laughs> wisdom. A high wisdom. Good at yeah. you. I have two ranks, but no Technically, wisdom. Technically, you can make survival checks untrained. I mean, there's so nothing. So I stops guess you. I'm making it. <laughs> Felix is like, well, I've never tracked before, but I am perceptive. So <laughs> yeah, I might put a rank in this. You know, I do right. aid you. Okay. Uh, Oliver does not. <laughs> okay. All right. So I get a plus six. I rolled a six. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> Rachel. I rolled a nine for a 15. Hey, that's not that's bad. That's not bad. You know, considering yeah. that we're only level four and I don't have any ranks in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I might put a rank in it and get Psychum on my side. You're actually doing pretty good. 
Uh, again, you, okay. you come out here. Again, as previously stated, um, it's not just the 12 of you out here. It's only the 12 of you that are the noble hunters. Um, but you kind of divide eventually into three groups. Um, there's the five of you um, in this uh, this group on one side that includes uh, Okara as well as uh, Citus. And then there's the the group of three that's uh, Titus and his flunkies. And then uh, that's their band name. Yeah. Titus and the flunkies. <laughs> Titus and the flunkies. <laughs> Baroness Voinum, uh, Baron uh, Fabian form their own little group and go off on their own, uh, as well as Sir Goitus, who seems to be there mm-hmm. mostly to kind of protect uh, the Baroness, um, even though she's pretty awesome and came out like, you know, ready, ready to go. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Lady O'Kara is with uh, uh, all of you as well, um, chattering nonstop. Oh, cool. <laughs> you don't know what I you're like going to sneak up on. She's fun. Every every role you fail, it's because she was talking too much. I, honestly, I bet that Felix likes it because she's probably really missing her own daughter. Mm, <laughs> yeah. So she's probably like just sitting there chatting with her and then occasionally going, oh, we should go this way. So, she's trying to convince all of you that she did find a, uh, a dryad tree near Lake Stavian. So when you guys are done mm. with the hunt, you need to go and meet her dryad friend. All right. I mean, <laughs> sure. Oliver immediately believes her with zero sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to roll a sense motive. She's that but... kid that has like the big book of, what was it, Amy Brown's like fairy pictures oh, and all the rest of that yeah. stuff. It's either Amy Brown or there was Brian Froud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rachel was a fairy fan growing up, I believe. I still oh, yeah. am. That hasn't changed. <laughs> I still own all the Amy Brown books. There's about three paintings in this office right now. <laughs> so yeah, fairy girl. I'm a fairy girl. But yeah, you guys are actually doing pretty good. You're you're going out there. You're hunting. You're that passes the uh, the first hour or so because again the uh, Cornelius and Gwen have to give everyone a sporting chance before <laughs> uh, you go hunting for your own prey. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Which brings us into the uh, the second hour of the hunt. So for the hunters out in the uh, the Brashen Forest, do any of the three of you have uh, knowledge nature? No. Nope. I do not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's oh, a lot man. of plants. <laughs> I I worked on a vineyard, but I I know how to identify grapes. None of these are grapes. Yeah. <laughs> it states here uh, specifically that there's uh, chicory um, as well as wild asparagus. Hmm. Huh, weird. I bet that tastes good. I do like some asparagus. Grill that up. Wrap it in bacon. For our hunters during your second hour, it mostly goes easy. There's only a single challenge at which point is when you find this uh, this rocky creek and you have to eventually mm. navigate your way along this uh, clear water flowing steadily through here, probably from a leak in the canal, you're going to assume, the Merritt Canal, which runs its mm. way down to Lake Stavian. Uh, and you're going to assume that this water, this creek, also eventually runs its way down to Lake Stavian. Mm. Just creates this uh, this soft murmur um, that surrounds you as you make your way, following along the creek for a short time, um, before finding an easy way to get up on the opposite side and continue your tracking. Watching the surrounding area, trying your best to uh, navigate the uneven creek bed. And uh, go ahead and give me another survival check from our hunters. Well. All right, let me... I don't age you. Uh, I do not age you with a natural one. <laughs> it's a good thing I can't critically fail to age you here. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 10 for a 14. So the second hour doesn't go quite as smoothly as you continue to try your best to uh, to follow, to find some tracks, to follow some tracks. Again, you are accompanied by uh, two, two servants. One is uh, one of the houndsmen um, mm. who leads the two hounds that are also accompanying you. They're on foot. Uh, the other is your beater in case it's necessary. Um, who just mm. basically has a stick to go over there and beat the brush and scare out animals and all the rest of that stuff in case you're wanting to bag a hare or something like that. Although Felix uh, was previously following the track of what appeared to have been uh, either a stag or a doe, you're not sure, some form of deer. A stag would be ideal as far as uh, wanting to find a prize here because mm. usually um, the winner is the person that brings back the most uh, basically meat, um, the mm. heaviest animal. 
Oh, it's not done by points. Some people out here hunting quell. You're not specifically out here hunting. Oh, that's true. You're not hunting. Taking down a boar would give you a whole bunch of meat. But but elsewhere, uh, while all of this is going on, back in the Palace of Birdsong, I suppose uh, uh, while your compatriots are riding out there, getting dusty, sweaty, bouncing along, uh, tree branches occasionally striking them, um, all the rest of that stuff, the two of you sit down your porcelain cups down on your uh, teeth placement. Um, I suppose dust your hands off in preparation for... uh, for your own hunt. We look thrilled. Just thrilled. So, you have three options as uh-huh. far as this hunt is concerned. Option number one. You may make a survival or because you are actually in a very controlled, compressed area, a perception check to follow your prey. Because, again, you can actually just go instead of like, I'm trying to track them. It's just like, I'm just keeping an eye out for when I see someone move. Uh-huh. Um, either out in the vineyards or out in the forest and such. So that's option number one. Option number two, you may instead, if you wish, attempt a survival check to cover. Uh, For instance, if you would prefer to just obscure the tracks for the people that are running around out here, more or less just to make it harder for anyone else to catch them, uh, you Ah, may choose to do so. kind of funny. Mm. still a survival check, though, and I have none. I mean, you can make that untrained, but it would still be a survival check. Yeah. Option number three, you can make a bluff check if you would like. Uh, to, in essence, just say, oh, I'm a little tired or it's a little warm out here or anything else like that. Um, at which point you can just, uh, for lack of an easier term, F off. And, uh, <laughs> well, okay. Whether or not this is pertinent or anything you'd be necessarily immediately interested in, um, no one is in the palace. Oh. oh, if we were going to do some skullduggery in the palace, we could do some. Interesting. Interesting. You can go see what the heck is going on with that temple room. Uh, go go find uh, the duchess and be like, sup. <laughs> you trapped in here? You want to do a jailbreak yeah. right now while everybody's hunting men? <laughs> well, rifle through the paperwork and see if he has the deed. Mm. <laughs> Mechanically speaking, what it means is um, if you make the bluff check, you don't have to make uh, stealth checks to navigate the palace. If you're mm. wanting to navigate the palace un- unaware, because even all the serving staff is out getting ready for the uh, feast of the hunter, which will take place once the hunters get back. Oh. So the palace is almost completely unoccupied with the exception of just the basic guards. Do we think there's any, like, social implications to bluffing? Like, us not doing that, is people going to, like, look at us worse or anything like that? The bluff check is more for the guards. Um, there are guards ah. stationed at every door of the palace to make certain that um, none of these miscreants get into the palace uh, to try to hide in there. And uh, the bluff check is more to just go, oh, I'm feeling a little uh, I'm feeling a little warm and all the rest of that, so uh, I would like to go and lay down. lay down. And also to go that, no, no, you don't need to escort me and you don't need to bring a servant in to, to bring me some water and towel my forehead or anything. Mm-hmm. That's not necessary. I, I can find I my can, own way. I'll make it back. It's just, yes. I just can't. The only problem with that is, like, Bartleby's office and everything is going to be locked. 100% and, that, and we're not and we, lockpicking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. You gotta take knock. I, yeah, I didn't prepare knock today. Unfortunately, you didn't have the opportunity to. Well, I don't also even have it on my spell list, so ah, I have done it anyway. uh, So what would the two of you like to do? I mean, going in, in and rifling through his stuff would sound great if if I had any roguey abilities whatsoever. Um, yeah. Or if I was good at bluff, not good at that I either. I mean, Gwen gets to roll her sing check for that. I mean, Gwen can just oh, waltz yeah, that Yeah, if you want to go around and, and poke around, you can. <laughs> um, I'm going to yeah. do the survival check to try to obscure the other tracks so they can't find these guys. Yeah, okay. Because what else am I going to do? I mean, Gwen's going to go into the palace and just kind of wander around. And I mean, she might try a few doors just to see, but, you know. Okay, so first off, Cornelius, go ahead and roll me your survival check. Alrighty. That's a five. Four <laughs> of five. Uh, you spend basically the next hour, like, 
I thought I think I heard before that people use tree branches to obscure tracks. And you spend about an hour going like, which I'm one just of these waving trees? it across the dirt, not even where the tracks are, just like uh, <laughs> no, you, you spend an hour just trying to find the branch that you want to use. You're just like <laughs> Why is this place so well manicured? <laughs> find a branch somewhere. Uh, in the meantime, I suppose Gwen, go ahead and make me your bluff check. Roll a 19 for a 33. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. Dang. The most difficult thing is to convince the guards that you're not dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you, you look terrible. What's wrong? It's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, Gwen will wander up to the second floor. I mean, I'm assuming that Cornelius and Oliver and all of them kind of gave her the layout. So as far as what you can do, mm-hmm. the easiest way to divide this is uh, there's a lower floor, floor east wing of which uh, so far you've only seen the parlor, the dining room, the grand ballroom, that section. There's the west wing of the palace, which thus far has been mostly your own rooms, although you understand mm-hmm. the count's rooms are over there as well. Or not the count's, the baron's rooms are over there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can explore either one of those areas. You could also make your way up to the second floor and explore either the east, uh, west, or central wing, your choice. In addition to that, there is the Royal Tower. From what you're fairly certain, um, you believe that by law, the Royal Tower is guarded at all times. Yeah. I mean, also, isn't sense. that where the Duchess is, that she's in the Royal You believe Tower? the Duchess yeah. should be there. Well, how convenient. She's where the guards are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your choices are basically the bottom floor, east or west wing, the top floor, east, west, or central. From what my friends who actually went up to the second floor told me, like, what area of the second floor would have Bartleby's office? Uh, you believe that that's going to be the central. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to sneak up to the second floor and poke around the central area and see if I can find anything of use. Yeah. You excuse yourself. You make your way past the guards, make your way into the uh, upper floor, uh, which reveals to you the uh, the upstairs parlor, which is this uh, long hallway uh, with these bay windows that overlook uh, the Palace of Birdsong's exquisite gardens, um, as well as most of the uh, county's most beautiful scenery beyond that you can see out from here. It is a spectacular view. Fortunately, again, there are no uh, guards or anything else like that up here at the moment. Uh, you can see that there's another set of there's a set of stairs at either end of this, and then a set of uh, double doors that you can go through that takes you into uh, kind of a hallway uh, that runs around the side to the waiting room on both sides. The one waiting room that Cornelius and Oliver saw when they came up, and the other waiting room that uh, Felix and Verdi saw. Between these two waiting rooms, there is a uh, office. Um, trying the door, the door is locked. Both sides? For um, both both sides, as well as the double doors that lead in through the front of it are locked. Okay. Figured. You can attempt to force the door if you so wish. No. If I That's have locked these skills. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, there are no. also small uh, closets off towards uh, either side of the, the waiting rooms. Mm-hmm. Little coat closet. Mm. Uh, in addition to that, off of the uh, the waiting room near the chapel, which you can poke your head into there, uh, see, oh, look, there's a nice little chapel here. Uh, stepping inside, you feel an odd weight lift off of your shoulders that you hadn't realized Can you were carrying. Can I make any kind of check what, for that? I can't remember. Make a spellcraft if you so wish. 10 for a 19. Uh, you can tell that this uh, temple has been consecrated. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Beyond that, however, there's also uh, off of this room a large door. The door looks to be a little bit sturdier than most of the doors you've seen up until this point, and it actually has three locks instead of one. I remember uh, Felix and... Uh, Verity mentioning that. That's where they keep the extra good stuff. Um, the last thing that you're able to uh, go and explore is uh, uh, actually you're not able to because uh, the arcane laboratory is locked again as well. Mm. You do reach the upper portion or the basically off of the waiting room where there's a single door. Uh, opening that door reveals a long hallway 
that you uh, then have to make a quick excuse because uh, apparently there's a small guard area here mm-hmm. um, that guards this wing as you kind of open the door and they're just like, oh, you no, this is the uh, the Seneschal's wing as far as this is concerned. They're like, oh, you don't need to be over here. And you're like, oh, I was just looking for the restroom. Oh, uh, you're just <laughs> like, I was just, I was trying to get some air. I'm just feeling a little lightheaded. Just walking around, stretching my legs. All right. Well, we've got some sneaking around the palace action going on, so that's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what uh, Gwen's able to uh, determine, which is basically um, you know most of what's gone on previously. Although you can tell that Bartleby uh, seems to be fa- fairly thorough about locking his doors, mm. or I even mean, if he's not, Ghoul probably comes along and makes certain that all the doors <laughs> yeah. are checked and locked. Curse you, Ghoul! <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're yeah. regretting not having a party rogue. Yeah. You're going to guess that the east wing of the palace on the second floor looks to be mostly, um, from what little you can see, maybe where a lot of the guards are stationed, as well as mm-hmm. the, uh, apparently, the Seneschal's quarters. Mm-hmm. Although you'd need to uh, explore a little bit more thoroughly to gather more information on that. But cutting back over, uh, I suppose bringing us to the next hour of the hunt, as the hunt continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for those of you out in the wilderness, I'm going to need another survival check. All right. I will I keep trying aid. to aid. I really aid a 19 for a 21. Yeah, I aid with a 16. All right, that gets me a plus eight. Nice. I rolled an 11 for a 19. Hey, you pick up the trail again. In fact, actually, you succeed well enough that you're able to tell that not only are you pursuing a deer, you actually appear to be pursuing a stag, judging by the markings on the trees here where it seems to have been rubbing its horns. So you continue your pursuit. You make your way deeper into the brash and forest. By this point, you're actually closer towards the Merrick Canal, uh, which every once in a while you can uh, hear in the distance, even though you can't see it, mm. as it's one of the few still remaining uh, major canals that run through uh, this area that aren't so clogged up or polluted uh, that they're no longer viable. Mm. You make good time navigating your way through. Again, it's approaching the, uh, it's in the two o'clock hour now, as you've been out here for the better part of about three hours or so Jeez. as you continue your hunt. Uh, hoping to close in finally on your prey. Let's do this. Cutting back over to uh, the Palace of Birdsong, where uh, Cornelius is, uh, you've, you've found a stick. Maybe you can Yay! try to, uh, <laughs> are you still wanting to this try to obscure tracks? An hour, an hour well spent. I will continue to try to obscure trails, although this is probably a losing battle. I really want Cornelius oh. to keep the stick and then take craft wand and then make this into a magic item. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great, yeah. Uh, so that I roll a six funny. for a six. Uh. <laughs> really, your problem, your problem isn't trying there. to cover the tracks. Your problem is trying to find the tracks to cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I want to help these people, but you, I really you know how much I tracking Cornelius has done in his life. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing. he was uh, not Gwen a hunter, a... not a not a fighter. Oh, Gwen's still snooping. She's in now. Yeah, okay. you might, yeah, you might as well commit, right? Um, yeah. So you do need to make another bluff check to kind of excuse your absence um, to any of the guards that uh, that have seen you. Uh, that's a 13 for a 27. Oh, yeah. They're, they're more than happy to. Yeah, free run of the palace. Go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. They're like, well, oh, that, that lady Kastner is real nice. We'll just let her do what she wants. <laughs> I love that you're even seen by guards and they're just like, this is fine. <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, too, even if you can't get into all of the, the rooms, we're getting a good layout of the palace, which yeah. is good. So I guess I'll do one of the, the wing that I'm closest to on the second floor this round. You want to do the east the, wing? Yeah, I'll search through the east wing. Okay. Kind of like leaving the guards there behind. Um, not quite stealthing stealthing, because again, they're not that too concerned with you. It's social stealth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you searched through this side, um, finding that uh, one basically along the front half of the palace on the east wing is a large guard room, uh, large enough to uh, basically house eight guards here. Another guard mm. room? 
Um, this is actually this is actually a sleeping chamber. Um, there it's are, just there in the guard's bedroom. Here. It's You're fine. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> know, she's just having a look around. Don't mind me. Okay. That being said, uh, these are like for the guards here, because again, these are quote unquote kind of like palace guard, you know, rooms. Be like, nice. This is nice. Like even though they're like double bunked, it's like this is a comfortable looking room. Uh, beyond that is a hallway, which runs uh, basically the length of the front portion of the house on this side with windows that overlook the outside. Being a snoop into opening doors, which you can hear and poking your head inside. <laughs> I, I like that you, there's no hesitation. Like Gwen is just like, I'm totally opening all of these doors yeah. and looking inside. You yeah. find uh, the head there's no housekeeper's room. <laughs> My God. Um, a short distance from there, you find the, uh, the butler's room. <laughs> you find a set of stairs that descends down. You have no mm. idea where that goes. Um, next to that, you find another bedroom, uh, which is the cook's room uh-huh. uh, for the head cook, because the head cook gets a nice room inside the palace. You know, just in case you want a midnight snack. Yeah. Another hallway that runs the from the front of the house along the eastern side, the eastern face of the house, uh, which includes another set of double doors that you quickly poke your head through. Mm-hmm. Finding that this leads into a uh, what looks to be a loft. Uh, from here, you can see that this is a uh, warm balcony that overlooks the kitchens that you can see below. Um, this oh. balcony runs the entirety around the outside of this to provide uh, basically the head staff, um, the ability to look down here and watch the cooks at work. Um, without mm. being in the way or anything like that, basically a supervisory position, um, as well as uh, it is an artisan's loft as well, uh, because there's an area over here so that, you know, here's the boot shining station and here's ah. the, uh, the the polishing station ah. for all the silverware and all the rest of that. There's an area here for cobbling, sewing, weaving and everything else uh, that the head housekeeper can watch all the crafting tasks in the kitchen below without being in the way. Oh. Uh, there's also a ladder uh, from here that descends down into the kitchen. I'm not going down to the kitchen because there's probably a metric F-ton of servants down there right now. Uh, yeah, there are servants probably. down there. None of them <laughs> notice you um, as they're so busy working up here or working down there. Mm. Uh, making your way down through there, um, that eventually leads you uh, back where you can see that there is a staircase that descends down on the at the end of the hallway where Cornelius and Oliver went to get to the Arcane Laboratory before. Mm-hmm. Um, although you don't know exactly where that descends, but you do remember seeing servants pass through secret doors um, in yeah. and out from the ballroom. So you're going to assume there. Uh, poking your head in through the next door that you find, you find another guard bedroom. This one with enough beds for 12 more guards. Um, so at the very least, it appears that there's at least 20 Jeez. guards that live in the palace. Dang. I mean, it is a big place. Yeah. Well, they have it's to probably have a good job for them, too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice here. And these are just the guards that live inside. These aren't the guards that uh, have a separate place. Because, again, there's a servant's house on the grounds as well. These are for the servants that need to be immediately available. Are they going to stop me from poking my head into the Sinichal's room again? Because I'm coming around that other hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Coming around the other side. (laughs) They don't see you. I mean, because, again, they're kind of engaged in their own thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are like, there's these windows that overlook the grounds, the back. Yeah. So a lot of them are sitting there like, you can kind of hear them sitting there going like, yeah, I think uh, that foppish nobleman, is he's having an affair with this other noble woman, which his wife doesn't probably know about. But, you know, like, it's it's the servant gossip where they're just sitting here like. I have the tea. (laughs) Quinn just sort of pops up behind them like, yes. (laughs) Do tell. And one of them's like, oh, look, that skinny redhead found a stick. (laughs) (laughs) He's just jamming into the ground. I don't know what's going on there. I I don't know what he's trying to obscure the tracks, but he keeps walking forward while he's brushing them, just adding more tracks. You're just walking all over the tracks, so you're inadvertently (laughs) successful. Um, and you don't even realize it. 
<laughs> mm, but you do find a door that is labeled uh, the Seneschal's Quarters. Does it let me open it? Uh, the door is locked. <laughs> of course it is. For anyone that is going to have a locked door, it's going to be him, Mr. What were you going to do anyway? Were you going to be camping out in his room? No, <laughs> she, I was, she was going to leave him a note. <laughs> ah, nice <laughs> dig, <ominous> Gwen. Note. <laughs> do you well, like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was just going to look. Yeah. Uh, Past that is the uh, captain's quarters, um, which you can see from the label as well for the Mm -hmm. captain of the guard. So you guess he's the one in charge of the other 20 flippin' soldiers that they have um, (laughs) in here at any given time. Uh, Between the two is a, uh, you know, there's not actually even a door. It's just an open archway that leads into the small area between the two that is an armory. Oh, wow. Containing extra equipment for the soldiers, as well as weapons of uh, various family members uh, seem to have trained with. Um, Includes like an Aldori dueling sword, five halberds, uh, heavy crossbows, rapiers, short swords, short bows, 240 crossbow bolts, uh, 150 arrows, extra shields. My God. That's interesting. Uh, Don't tangle with the guards. Have Gwen make me a perception roll to see if she notices this. Please notice it. Please notice it. Gwen wants all the tea. Yes, she wants all the tea. (laughs) I don't know why. Specifically, as it describes in this book, after it goes through masterwork, large steel shield, and a book of crude, salacious drawings. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why. (laughs) Gwen notices this, and it's like, huh. Mm. (laughs) Does he have any, you know, dog-eared pages? <laughs> Whose book is it? Do they, do they write their name yeah. on the inside cover? Uh, there's no name on here. You just is it like just tucked away behind some other stuff? Yeah, is it just... it, it's it's hidden. You had to make a perception uh, roll to find it. Interesting. Um, okay. And past here, you step out into a a large area. This large circular area. This large window room rising in a dome glass ceiling overhead exposing the entire room to a spectacular view, even during the day. But you can only imagine how spectacular the view here is at night. Hmm. Off towards the side, you can see that there are six different telescopes set off towards the side, um, as well as a table here covered with a variety of star charts, um, as well as astrological predictions. Huh, interesting. If you have Knowledge Arcana, you may make a Knowledge Arcana roll. I do not have Knowledge Arcana. That's one But of the you do have Bard. I... Yeah, you are a scold. Bardic knowledge, go. It's a 13 for a 17. It's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. These appear to be tracking star movements and astrological predictions for the last 200 years. Wow. Whoa. All of this, you believe, is probably related to complex divinations. Huh. Interesting. That is interesting. Oh, no. Curiously, though, um, the other thing that you note with some interest... Maybe a little bit of nostalgia, but fortunately, uh, probably a little bit of nostalgia and that quick, like, clench of every muscle in your body and that, like, maybe I've been found out. Uh, Uh Standing on the wall on either side of the entryway that you made your way through are two clockwork men. Oh! Much like the clockwork man that you trained against during the summer without rain uh, in the dueling grounds so long ago. These, however, do not appear to have been yet wound, um, but you guess add an extra level of security if they needed to be awakened um, to defend the palace as well. Wowzers. Okay. Um, Right now, they stand there placid and serene, these men of brass and bronze plates and gears um, standing at military um, (laughs) attention, staring blankly out unseeing at the beautiful panoramic view. Do they have three cranks on their back? 
One no. for thinking, one for movement. <laughs> they have one crank. They're very efficient. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll skedaddle out of this area because this was the one part the guards were so far like, you can't really come back here, lady. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So elsewhere, during the last hour of the hunt, um, I will need a final survival check from Felix, I suppose, as well as anyone that's attempting to aid her. All right. We're aiding. I will keep trying to aid. Since this is the final one, we should ask for Okir's help, too. Yeah. Hey, you, help. I don't say hey. you. Yeah. You'd be happy to give you a hand. I aid. Uh, I roll 17 and 8 as well. Okay, right. I get to 20. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. So 8 as well. 10. Oh. God dang it. 6 for a 16. I, that might still be enough. A, six? a 16 does beat the DC 15. Oh, yay. Hey. hey. <laughs> it was so Kara's 8 kind of helps clinch it. Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Baron. You yeah. and the dogs and such. Uh, again, the dogs are actually dogs as well as the Houndmaster are reducing the DC by five, which is why this is a little bit easier for you. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, they're also not telling you, like, obvious, this is what you should be doing. They're probably just like, well, I mean, I don't want to tell a noble their job, you know? Yeah. yeah. You enter into an area where navigation is a little bit more difficult. The path steepens for a bit here as you make your way through. And then you, you enter into this area where the trees here have uh, some of the trees have fallen the undergrowth here is thick um, as you're following along behind and the the trail following along behind this stag however as you ride up and forward you enter into a small not necessarily clearing no more than about 20 or 30 feet across uh, where Mm -hmm. the trees become a little bit sparser and you can see the game trail that you've been following up until this point uh, intersects with another okay for a moment you hear a loud sound not a sound of something that you've been hunting. Not a sound of a stag. Go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party, if you will. Uh-oh, it's oh, more. Oh, dear. I just want to say I'm glad we brought Felix. I roll yeah, an eight. Yeah, me too. Eight. Felix, save us. Save us, Felix. There's a nine for a 20. Hey, that's better than my 14 for a 14. Ahead of you. Felix, you're the first to spot, although Oliver does spot it as well. You see okay. the stag. Okay. Not standing majestically, but partially on its side. I only say partially on its side because it has been speared multiple times. Not by what looks like spears in a traditional sense, but what looked like three foot long barbs that appears through the side and dropping it onto its opposite side where it props up at an odd angle, its head twisted, its gut missing, as if something had already been feeding at it. Uh Uh-oh. You only have a few moments to take this in. No! Before there's a loud snap sound that, again, you can only really describe as the sound of a a tent being caught in wind. This sound. As your eyes gaze over to see this massive creature spread out its wings, this fierce creature that has a vaguely humanoid head, Mm -hmm. the body of a lion, Mm -hmm. the wings of a dragon, and the (laughs) tail ending in these long, sharp, quill-like barbs. No, no. you're kidding. The entirety of its body hewed in this dark shade that gives it an actual, a literal metallic tint. This dark, almost (laughs) iron color to it. Wow. As O'Kara lets out a yell, pulling his weapon free. Yeah. Sitis quickly begins to like fumble for her own weapon and Silly literally claps her hands loudly. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the Iron Lash! She points up towards it. And I will need initiative from half of the party oh, next God. time. Oh, oh no! no. We shouldn't have split. At least we brought. I should have at least gone with you guys. Well, we have a cure. He'll save us. It's right? true. I, have a cure. I was like, we have the healer. I'll even tease the audience a little bit. Um, so oh, we'll no. get to we'll get to this at the beginning of the next episode of the debate over whether or not uh, Jordan or Heather gets to control O'Kara for this fight. Oh, there's also Lady Sidis there. So uh, yeah, you guys hey. will also yeah. have characters. I'm not going to make you just sit around. I'm I did give have you that thought. I was box. like, are we doing an A side B side accidentally right now? <laughs> Do a quick oh, A side B side here. Yeah, we could have done an A side B side. Yeah. Yeah. As Cornelius is sweeping the ground outside and Gwen is trying to punch out clockwork golems. <laughs> 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 With her bare hands. Is this going to count toward the hunt, this uh, manticore? <laughs> I mean, I mean I, a manticore weighs a lot. If we kill it, so, I guess. Yeah. Can you eat it? I don't, Ugh, I don't, I don't think know. you want to. It's got a human face. Oh, it's got a big old dear. human face. <laughs> no. Wow, oh my god, this is going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be great. Okay. Uh, also, I, I silly. Tell there. Ross knew exactly what that was when it was described. Yes, we have yep. to keep the child like, from three, being injured. Three-inch-long barbs. He's like, I know exactly what this is. And this I, is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said it was up above a flying creature, I was like, Oh no. <laughs> well played, everyone. You guys managed to uh, to survive the hunt thus far. We'll see how things go next time. And uh, I, don't, I don't like that you added thus far on there. <laughs> I mean. To be fair, you had been warned about the Iron Lash. I believe Silly had mentioned to, to you I previously know. the Iron <laughs> we, Lash of Merit. Nobody thought she was. We thought we, she made yeah. it up. Turns out it's I, real and it's right here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, now it's everything time. she says has truth to it. Oh no! Yes, everything it. now has truth to it. <laughs> there might be a grain, but there's some. I was going to say if she if she's a prolific liar, she'd know well enough to. Include a grain of truth in everything that you yep, say. Yep, that's yeah. a good. Li- a good liar always puts a little truth in there. It's true. Gosh. But you know wow. who doesn't lie to us? Our patrons. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not that we know of. Not that we're aware. If you do, I don't. I, I'm gonna uh, hope that all of those reviews that we received have been very that have been very positive were all truthful. But regardless, we do want to take an opportunity to thank our patrons for their continued support, uh, for for backing us, for making all of this possible. Um, you are awesome. Uh, we would not be doing this without you. And so, thank you for your patronage and support. And we would, as always, like to thank a few of you by name. And I will start by thanking friend of the pod, Majuba. For those of you active on our Discord, you'd be aware that uh, Majuba is uh, is a very active member of our Discord as well as I believe the person responsible for tracking all of our roles. He he Indeed. is he is a stats junkie, yes, and for he's dispelling the uh, the illusion of uh, dice luck as far as things go, where it's just like, yeah, you guys roll poorly sometimes, but overall, statistically, I it's think Ross is slightly average. even ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah. I believe, was it Majuba that did the uh, the breakdown on how quickly Cornelius would have been murdered? Yes, if he it was. Oh, yeah. What, the were the, uh, yeah he, so. the what were the odds that Cornelius would just be straight killed by Oliver on a critical hit? <laughs> no, it was Verity. Uh, it was Verity, Verity, yeah. Verity on a critical hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Great, great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fun time. So thank you, Majuba, for your continued patronage. Yes. <laughs> and I would like to thank Corey Strofeld. Strofeld. All wow, right. I like that name. Yeah, thank, you, Corey. Corey. thank you, Corey. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Appreciate Corey. Appreciate it, Corey. And I would like to thank Seth Baxter. Uh, thank you, Seth. Thank you, yes, Seth. Thank you. I always I like, like Seth. Seth. Seth's a good yeah. Name. Yeah. yeah. I would like to thank Kirk Diggleman. Diggleman. Okay, that's my favorite last oh. name so far. Awesome. <laughs> thank you, Kirk. Yeah, yeah seriously. Thank you, Kirk. Diggleman. Diggleman, man. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Thank you. Also, Kirk. Yeah, good strong name. Good. Kirk is always good a good name. name. Yep. Good cool authoritative name. name, like a good captain. Yeah. I actually had an uncle named Kirk. So oh, there yeah. you go. Nice. Yeah. I had a great aunt named Ingeborg. 
Not the same ring to it. <laughs> no, no, not quite. Uh, and I would like to thank Aiden Codis. No, thank you. Right. Thanks, Aiden. Appreciate thank it, Aiden. You, Aiden. Also, always thank really you. like yeah. the name Aiden. Aiden's yeah. a great name. Yeah. I think we like all the names today. I mean, we I think we really like everybody's like names. I feel like everybody's but names. I don't know. Ross yeah. is a pretty good one. Ross oh. is a good name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying the one coming up is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, that too. But also, Ross is a good name. Yes, thank Ross you. I appreciate that. Uh, my parents picked well. At any rate, um, <laughs> for my middle name, screw you, yes. people. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go ahead and thank the Chaos Cowboy. Um, oh, thank you, Chaos Cowboy. Thank you. But just Chaos Cowboy. This is Hollis's which is handle great. that you have. There we go. Either that or whoever played Outlaws of Alkenstar, that would oh be the moniker. God. You'd be like, Seriously. whatever your name is, the Chaos Cowboy. <laughs> Yeah, that'll oh, yeah. that I'll take it. I feel like yeah. Chaos Cowboy would be the outlaw of Alkenstar equivalent of the fallout mysterious stranger that just appears oh, out of the yeah. and then shoots somebody and then disappears again. The Chaos oh, yeah, you hear just the guitar Chaos riff, Cowboy. and there you go. Yep. He's oh, just man. riding, he's literally riding a wild magic storm like he's lassoed it and riding, <laughs> riding it like the cowboy riding a like tornado. Pecos Bill, man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pecos Bill was hop. the original Chaos Cowboy. That's fair. Yep. So, yeah, thank you all for uh, for your continued support of the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. As I just mentioned a little bit ago, uh, we have an amazing community over on our Discord, of uh, which many of them are patrons. And in fact, I don't think we mention this often enough. If you become a patron, you actually gain access to an exclusive patrons-only feed over on our Discord, uh, sure. where you can comment with all of the other patrons that are, uh, are following us, backing us over there. So um, it's pretty great. I would go over there and check that out. And um, I believe you gain access to that at the $2 tier. Um, I think any tier. Even if you're just, again, wanting to dip your toe into the community, get the first 12 episodes for that $1, be able to check out what's going on over there on the Patreon feed over there on Discord. It's a great place. Go and check it out. We have, hands down, the most amazing community in, I think, all of Pathfinder. But I do want to take an opportunity to, of course, also thank our Find the Path tier patrons. And we have had an outpouring of new support, um, especially for the uh, the Find the Path tier, um, which has oh, been excellent. great. Thank you all so much for signing up for our, uh, our top yeah. tier. So this does include Andrew Miller, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Elliot Brown, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., John Koo, um, who yeah. is new, and much like Colin, actually, uh, Colin Bill, both of them literally signed up at the $50 tier. They didn't even Whoa. try to find oh, They wow. just jumped straight in, straight in at the Find the Path tier. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you. you. Joshua Saldana, Lewis Ellis, Robert Beach, who has just upgraded to the $50 tier. So wow. thank you, Robert. all right. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Sandy Archer, um, who is also <laughs> a, uh, has been a backer since uh, 2020 and just upgraded. So uh, thank you for Very supporting cool. us for, thank for you. so wow. long yes, and also thank upping you yourself. So thank you As well as Siren Roll and TJ Khan. So wow, thank you thanks. to our amazing supporters. You guys are getting us one step closer day after day to getting to our, uh, our weekly Hell's Rebels. So uh, thank you all for your patronage and support. And tune in next time to see... Uh, how are Manticore. noble scions fare against the Iron Lash of Merit? My God. All right. Wow. That's well, good. we're right. making a name for ourselves. Like, you That's know, we, not only are we doing well socially, we also killed a manticore. Like, sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's hope so. <laughs> we'll find out. Put the card before <laughs> the, the horse. <laughs> I'm being so positive. Otherwise, it's just sad. Well, you'll yeah, also make true. a name for yourself if you're murdered by it. <laughs> you're meeting oh three gosh. brand new people that just showed up late to the Jubilee. That's true. Huh? Oh, <laughs> I mean, hey, you yeah. also have Swords of the Knights of Summer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How curious. And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Bye. Good luck, Gwen. 
would Maya. be so confused. <laughs> like, what? I cannot, okay, I cannot believe that Ross talked us out of, of all going on this hunt together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, jeez. Immediate punishment for us. I'm just glad that we have the healer, okay? Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.